welcome to Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. I'm Andy and I'm your host. Okay, so we have done watch-alongs for John Carpenter's Halloween 1978. Um, We have done a watch-along for Halloween 2018. We did a watch-along for Halloween Kills. Um, And so now we're at Halloween Ends. Um, I did not formally review those three prior movies um you know i did review them in the watch along uh, I, I went into you know great detail on my opinion uh on those films um so you know you can go back and watch those i had a lot of fun recording those um i think you know you guys seem to have enjoyed them you you who listened to them they did pretty good numbers so uh if you haven't listened to those i encourage you to go back and listen to them it was like i said it was a lot of fun doing those um but basically where i stand on the franchise right now as it uh you know pertains to the the current canon is uh you know john carpenter's original halloween is is one of my favorite movies of all time it is certainly my favorite horror film um i think it's just you know so well written and so well executed and everything from the tone of the movie to the score um you know donald pleasant's performance in that movie um you know the character of michael and the mystique about him you know everything in that movie uh was just so well done and i think it it really holds up very well to this day um halloween 2018 i really enjoy that movie i like that movie a lot um I, I really really liked it when it first came out i still really really like it it's not a perfect movie it has issues which again i talked about in the watch along uh so i won't go into too much detail on those here but overall it is a film i i really enjoy and i walked out of the movie you know very happy after seeing that one halloween kills i enjoy and and you know i i think it's not as good of a movie as halloween 2018 certainly but i think that there's a lot to like about that movie i think michael the character of michael is really good in that movie you know i know that he's not really the you know if you if you just go by john carpenter's original movie excuse me i I know that he's not um you know like a uh jason Voorhees or, or freddy krueger type and, and halloween kills does tend to lean on the, the the you know the gore and the guts a little bit more but overall i you know i thought the movie was fun uh i certainly don't I, and i've never understood the hate that that movie gets by some people listen the movie has problems plot wise uh i get it um and, I t- and again, I talked about all this in great detail during the watch long, so I won't go into you know much detail here. But um, yeah, it's a fun movie. Again, not as good as Halloween 2018 in my opinion, but certainly enjoyed it. Um, so Halloween Inch just came out tonight, uh, came out in theaters, and it came out on uh, Peacock streaming service. Um, and I will say right now, uh, before I get into it, this is a spoiler review. It's a spoiler review. I'm just doing a review right now. I may go back and do a, a, a watch along for it in the next couple of weeks before Halloween. I'm not sure yet, but this is just a review. It's not a watch along. Um, since the movie's fresh and it just came out, I, I, you know, I sort of figured I would just do a re- 
review for it right now, but it is a, a, a spoiler review. There is no spoiler-free section. I'm going into you know great detail on this movie, complete spoilers. I know it's a little early for a spoiler review, but again, because this movie's out, not just in theaters, but also on the, the Peacock streaming service, I'm just going to go ahead and, and do the spoiler review now, especially while it's fresh in my mind. Uh, so this is your, your fair warning now. It'll be in the title, but this is your, your, your last warning uh, that, that this is going to go into you know complete spoiler territory. So again, uh, just your, your last warning here. All right, so saw this movie, just got out of the theater and drove home. Um, honestly, still kind of processing some stuff, but, um, uh, I, I really didn't care for this movie very much and it, it really pains me to say that. I I really didn't want to be saying that uh, when I was reviewing this, but this movie, it, it, it took it took a swing and i think it kind of missed and that's my opinion um listen when i did the halloween kills watch along we talked about this uh this whole the Corey character and the quote unquote uh twist of the movie has been well known for months by almost everybody i feel like maybe some of the general audience didn't know it cuz they didn't keep up with it as much we knew Corey, who he was. We knew sort of a bit of the backstory. We knew that he was going to be sort of a copycat killer. We knew all this, right? Even David Gordon Green, the director of the movie, had mentioned some stuff about it in, in you know, some of his interviews. Uh, there, there wasn't the trailer that came out, I and mean, there wasn't a lot to, uh, you know, attempt to cover this up. You know, I, I think if they wanted to cover this up, they could have done a much better job. It's been out there for a while. So I'm not coming in greatly surprised by the, the Corey quote-unquote twist. Um, uh, I'm trying to think about where to start with this this movie. Um, uh, well, well, I'll tell you what. We'll start with... with some positives um i thought Lori in this movie was great uh, this is probably her best performance ja- jamie lee curtis's best performance as Lori uh in this new trilogy to be honest with you in my opinion um i thought she was a really good character i liked the role she played in the movie um you know, it was really kind of cool seeing her attempt to get back to, to normality as a human being after what had happened, uh, you know, obviously in 78. Uh, and it was sort of the first time that we see her now older attempting to just be a normal human being again. I, I thought she was great. Uh, I thought Allison was okay. Um, is it her best movie? I mean, she had a lot more to do in this movie, I think, but it's hard to say right now. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's just, I think it's too early. I, I'm, I'd probably have to see it again to 
uh, analyze that. Pro- I, I mean, she was good in the movie, I think, overall. But, um, you know, I, like I said, I'd probably have to see it again to really think about it. Um, so, here's here's where some of my issues come up in this movie. Um, I, I just don't love how the character of Michael Myers was sort of treated in this movie. Um, and that's where a lot of my problem lies. You know, there was, there were certain parts of the movie that came up that I was just like, I knew what was happening almost before it happened. And not that I was, had been tipped off to, to any spoilers or anything, but I could just sort of see it coming. Um, you know, when Michael grabbed Corey by the neck and he was seemingly like choking him to death and then they, they lock eyes and that little flashback happens and it, it, it's almost the movie saying it's, it's kind of a transference of some power. I'll be honest with you. I almost kind of rolled my eyes a little bit. I was like, Oh no, look, I've talked about it before. Michael Myers is a special character because there's the, the the mystique to the character. Is he a hundred percent man? Is he have some sort of supernatural ability? And I understand after like, you know, especially Halloween kills, you would think, well, there has to be some supernatural ability because nobody could survive what he survived. Um, and that's okay to me. I mean, I didn't really love the idea of Michael being a tank, you know, somebody who could just take anything and get back up. But I, I've always loved that balance of not knowing, you know, is he completely supernatural? Is he a is he a fully a man and just have has some sort of incredible will to live? I mean, you just never really was explained. And in this movie, you started, you sort of started not explaining it, but you started leaning more into the supernatural stuff with the, like I said, with the locking of eyes and some sort of transference of power. And then, uh, you know, that police officer follows Corey into the, 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 uh, sewer or what, where, whatever, wherever Michael's living. And, um, you know, him and Corey are almost like tag team in this guy. And, and, and like Corey's screaming, like, show me like to Michael. And, you know, Michael stabs this guy and he stands up and he, he starts shaking a little bit as though every stab is like, you know, shooting power into him. Like, like, you know, it's like giving him more power and it's like, these are not things I need to see. That that can be the story. That can be the canon of the story. But we just don't need to see that. You know, if people speculate maybe that that's how Michael keeps going and, and gets power and gets, you know, because you see like missing posters of people and you hear people in the movie talk about disappearances and you're thinking, well, why is Michael? Because you, you're pretty sure it's Michael, right? Like Michael's still killing people, but you just don't know about it because they're disappearing. And, like, he drags Corey when Corey first falls over that bridge. He drags him down in there, and you're like, well, is he just going to kill this guy, you know, to gain some sort of more power to stay alive? 
And so it's sort of inferring that, you know, Michael could be killing just to sort of give himself more strength or something. But this movie, like, in that part I was talking about where they, they're killing the police officer, it almost, like, directly tells you what's happening. Like, he stabs the guy and, he like, stands up and does this little weird shake. Like, there's, you know, a power transference. I just didn't... You know, it's just not for me. Uh, I, I just don't love that bit of explanation or how, you know, however you want to phrase that. Um, and then, you know, and then, you know, there's this, and I'm, I'm sort of just, uh, I'm sorry, folks. It's going to be sort of, sc- you know, sort of scattered here because I'm, like I said, I just got out of the movie. I'm still processing some stuff. Um, you know, and then, uh, Michael and Corey, I guess, go to like this doctor and his girlfriend who works with Allison and, and the doctor works with Allison as well. And, and like, they like, again, they're like tag team killing this couple. And I'm like, this is just not Michael Myers. This is, I, I just don't, it feels like we're in another universe here. Uh, and then, like, there's a part where Corey goes into the sewer and Michael's just standing there. And he just, like, pushes Michael around and they wrestle on the floor. And he just, like, knocks Michael down and takes his mask and says, I I need something from you. And just takes the, ma- just, just takes the mask from Michael Myers. And it's like, I, at that point, I was like, what? What's going on here? Because this just doesn't feel like a Halloween movie right now. This doesn't feel like Michael Myers. The Michael Myers I know would have just killed that kid immediately. You know? I don't know. Look, folks, if you love this movie, and I've seen some people that have, um, I, like, I'm not trying to discourage you from liking it. I'm not. Um... It's just that, it's, it's just, a, I'm a lifelong Halloween fan, and it's just, there was something, some stuff in this movie, like I'm explaining, that just did not sit with me right immediately, and still hasn't, the more I think about it. Um, and, you know, I, again, I hate being negative, I really don't love doing negative reviews, but, you know, I, I reviewed all the other movies, uh, and so I, you know... I wanted to, you know, do this one as well, no matter what. Um, the all, there's just there seems to be nothing from this movie, Michael Myers wise, that is like very good in my opinion. Like in Kills and in Eighteen, there's so many memorable Michael Myers moments, you know, and it and it doesn't just have to be him, you know, bashing somebody's brains in. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about good as far as like the character and the, and the way, you know, the character was portrayed in the, the original movie. I mean, there's, there's some good stuff in those movies. And in this one, it just didn't even feel like that was Michael Myers. I mean, it didn't at all to me, but let's, you know, I'm just going to skip to the ending and then we'll come back to some stuff. 
Corey kills himself. He's trying to, you know, he's fighting Lori. And, you know, I, I like, again, I liked Lori. I like what she did with the whole fake suicide thing. I enjoyed that. I thought that was cool. You know, where, where he pops the door open and said, you know, and she's like, D- did you really think I would kill myself? Oh, that was really good. That was cool. Um, he kills himself after she shoots him and he falls over the stairs, uh, to make it look like that Lori killed him in front of Allison. Why he did that, I don't really know. And then Allison runs out mad at Lori and, and then all of a sudden Michael comes in the door and finishes off Corey, picks up his mask. Uh, Lori and Michael get into a good fight. Again, we saw most of this in the trailers, which I didn't love, but, um, they get into a good fight and there's some cool moments where it does some flashbacks to the original movie and, and, uh, some stuff from like 18 and kills. Uh, that was really cool. I thought that was cool. And the music, a final showdown between the two. That was cool. I thought that was well done, but then Lori like pins him down to the counter you know, pushes a refrigerator on him and basically holds him in place. He rips his hand away, um, puts it around her throat, and she's saying, do it. Like, kill me. You're going to die here. We're going to die together. Right? Well, let me let me back up. She slits his... She takes his mask off. We see entirely too much of his face, by the way. And look, we should never really see Michael in a vulnerable position. And if, if you are like that, like I am, like I don't want to see Michael in a vulnerable position. He needs to be like a monster waiting in the darkness. We don't need to see him in, in you know, any vulnerable state. Uh, if, if you, if you ha- share that opinion like I do, you, you're probably not going to like this movie either because it does it a lot. We see him in a completely vulnerable state, you know, knifed down to the this this island in the kitchen she takes his mask off you see his mask you can hear him breathing like he's dying she slits his throat uh he pulls one of his hands out from the 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 knife and grabs her by the throat and she's saying do it like kill me and that's i think that's when the flashbacks happen and you're thinking oh so he you know he's gonna kill her and he's gonna die and they're gonna die together and they'll be found there and i at that point i was like well i haven't loved this movie but i think that'd be an okay ending and then at the last second you know allison comes in and saves her and then Hawkins and the police department get there. By the way, she had called them 20 minutes earlier. I, I don't know what... <laughs> somebody calls you and says reports of suicide. And, like, Hawkins calls Allison during this whole thing. And is like, Lori called in a suicide. Where is she? It's like, she, she told you the address of her house. And even if she didn't, you know where she lives. Why wouldn't you just go straight there? I don't know. There's something a little weird about that, too. Um that didn't make sense. But anyway, the cops show up just in the nick of time after, you know, everything's went down. Um, and by the way, Hawkins completely wasted character. I think he, he, he had a little bit more to do in kills, but I kind of wish they would have utilized him more in this trilogy. Uh, you know, Will Patton is such a great actor. He, they actually wrote a good character here of him being like the cop who responded 
you know, on Hall- Halloween night, 1978, uh, one of the first cops to respond. I thought they did a good job with all that. But, I, you know, in this movie, he just, again, wasn't used very much. Um, but anyway, the cops show up. And I'm sitting here thinking, this is, is this really it? Like, is he dead? And sure enough, like, the town carries Michael to the junkyard and throws him into the big, you know, metal chipper that they use for, like, engine parts and metal parts. And we see, like, this weird CGI of, like, Michael, again, in a completely vulnerable state. We see this weird CGI of him actually going into the grinder and getting chopped up. And I was just like, what? Like, this is how it's going to end? You know, and then, of course, that's not really how the movie ends. It ends with some voiceover by Laurie. And then you see Michael's mask and it on uh, sitting on the table. And then the song, uh, Don't Fear the Reaper, which was, you know, obviously in the original 1978 movie starts playing. And that's the end. And I was like, that's the end of the movie? Like, Michael didn't do anything. We just watched a Halloween movie. With Michael Myers in it, this is not like Halloween 3, a one-off, you know, anthology movie. This is a Halloween movie, Michael Myers movie, and Michael didn't do anything. He didn't. He was a useless character in his own movie. I mean, I think if you include Corey, which I don't even know that I would. Well, I mean, you can kill the police officer, too. So, Michael killed a couple of people in this movie. But really, only one by himself. I don't know. I mean, that just... uh, I just don't... I'm still processing it. But I just felt like... Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what to think about it right now. Um, let's talk a little bit about, a little bit more about the Corey. Um, so obviously the beginning of the movie, you know, he accidentally kills the kid. Again, we knew that. That's been out there for a long time. Uh, the kid he was babysitting. Um, uh, and it was an accident. He didn't mean to kill the kid. Um, But really, I, what I want to get to is when he is like dressing up as Michael and going to kill people. I mean, some of the kills were good. By the way, this was a very brutal movie, a gory. Like they hopped up Halloween kills as like oh blood and guts and gore. This movie was almost just as bad, if not worse. But it was all Corey. It was all Corey, right? And the thing I don't understand is some of the kills he was doing were like you a huge like um, a regular man couldn't do this. So I guess Michael had to have transferred some of his actual like quote unquote power into Corey because I mean Corey's bashing people's heads in against the table until it completely caves their face in and then you know cuts that guy's tongue off that that radio dj was uh brutal 
brutal kill. Um, and then the girl who he hit with a truck, like he stomps her head in like Michael does in Halloween 2018. It's like, that's something Michael, I guess, can do, but how is he able to do that? Like a normal human being can't, to my knowledge, do something like that. Um... Oh, I don't know. It, it's, um, I guess I'm still thrown off a little bit because of the ending of the movie. I'm, I just was like, I, I seriously cannot believe this was the ending of the movie. Um, I knew they were going to kill Michael. I knew, I mean, I knew that and I'm okay with that. I mean, I never had anything against killing him at the end and like actually ending the trilogy. I think it would have been, you know, cooler if they would have done something a little better with it. Like I heard somebody sort of uh come out with an idea uh a while back and I I've, I've never heard such a better ending for a Halloween sequel than this, but the the idea was that like, what if Al? What if Lori and Allison kill Michael, and then they go home, turn on the TV, and it's a news channel from like, and, and like the, the news broadcaster all of a sudden starts talking about, oh hey, like uh, you know, three towns over, uh, we have a a, a breaking news story. Um, you know, a little boy has just been arrested, uh, and taken into custody for, uh, killing, you know, his sister or his brother, right? Like almost like, oh my gosh, like is, you know, and again, there's mystique to that because it's like, is this coincidence or is this like almost like, well, Michael's now dead. So there is some sort of transference of like power there to some other kid. And it's like this, this, you know, it's almost like leaving it open. It's like, you know, they're watching a new story and maybe Lori and Allison look at it and they look at each other like, you know, and they're like devastated. They're like, this, is this a coincidence or is this like, is this connected to Michael? You know, is the same thing about to happen over again? Like, and that to me feels like a John Carpenter ending, you know, something like that. I, that's just an idea I heard. I loved it secretly. I kind of hoped that that was what they were going to go with, but I wasn't going to put, you know, any kind of expectations on the movie. I was going to go in and cold, but I thought something like that would have been cool. You know, something where, you know, Michael doesn't necessarily win, but there's almost like that Halloween 1978 ending where, you hear the breathing, you see the places he's been, where, where is he? Did, did, you know, Dr. Loomis looks over and sees that he's got up after being shot six times. You know, did he run 15 feet away and fall down dead? Did he, uh, uh, escape? Is he supernatural? Like, it's just this ambiguous ending. And I really kind of hope they would have done that again, but this movie was pretty, you know, final in the way that it obviously it ended Michael. Like I said, um, uh, but I don't know. I, you know, I, and I'm sorry guys. I'm sorry that I am jumping all over the place. Like I said, I, it's just still processing the movie. Um, 
still processing movie. <laughs> that's uh, that's sort of where I am. I I just don't know what to make of this movie other than I just don't think I liked it very much. Um, and again, I hate to say that. I, I really, truly do hate to say that. Um, I wanted to love this movie, uh, but unfortunately, I mean, that's just not the way it, it ended up. Um, do I think there was some good stuff in this movie? Sure. There was, um, I really wanted to think that this movie would be different enough, but still have some, you still have the roots of Halloween to it. And I just feel like it was missing the roots of Halloween. I feel like you got the Lori part right. I feel like they just did, they missed on the Michael part, you know? Um, yeah, this was a weird movie. It was, I've, I've seen everybody I could possibly imagine say that about this movie. And it's absolutely true. It's a weird movie. It is. It's, 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 it's different. And some people are going to love that. And that's great. Look, man, I'm not calling for some sort of, uh, revolt or anything. You know, I, people did this with like the Star Wars sequel trilogy where it's like everybody wants you to hate it too. I'm not doing that. Um, like I said, as far as I'm concerned, this trilogy was two for three. It, it had two good movies and one that was not so good. Um, and, and again, people may think this trilogy was one for three or oh for three. They may not like any of them. I know there were certainly people that didn't like kills. And listen, this movie was always going to be divisive. It was always going to be divisive. It didn't matter what content this movie had in it. It, it literally did not matter. When you have a trilogy and the second movie is divisive, the third movie is always going to be divisive too. Because um, if you if you go back to the format of like the first movie in the trilogy on the third one, uh, when the second movie was divisive, then the people who liked the, the, uh, risks you took in the second movie are not going to like the third movie. On the other hand, if you keep, keep leaning into the risks in the third movie, the people who liked the second movie may like the third one, but the people who liked the first one, uh, probably aren't going to like it. So, Again, I know that sounds kind of convoluted and messy there, but uh, this movie was always going to be divisive. I knew that from the minute I saw Halloween Kills. I knew Ends was going to be divisive. I knew it was. So that's not a surprise. Um, I, I got to say, I, I'm, I'm almost impressed with the risks that David Gordon Green took. I would have never done it. I would have never, if I was not a Halloween fan, but I just knew how serious the fans of the franchise are about this. Like again, even if I wasn't a fan myself, I still would have never done this. I would have never went where they went with this movie. So it took some guts to do it. I'll give them that. It took some guts and look, there's a lot of people happy that he did just do something different and it wasn't the, the same kind of movie that 18 or kills was. Um, and that's great. If that's what you wanted, that's great. Again, I'm not disparaging anybody for liking this movie. I hope all of you like this movie. I hope that I'm alone 
You know, I always want people to like movies because that's what they're made for. You know, nobody's making a movie to 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 make you angry or um you know, make you not want to watch it. Everybody's trying their best to make a good movie, so uh and and again, it's just entertainment. That's what it's made for. So I I hope that it entertains you and you enjoy it. Uh but it wasn't for me. This movie really wasn't for me. Um, again, I'm going to watch it again. A few, well, I'll, I'll watch it a hundred more times, but, uh, probably, uh, well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of the other Halloween sequels like Halloween six or H2O or resurrection. You know, I don't watch those movies, uh, much at all since I first saw them, but, um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I am going to watch it at least a couple more times, though, pretty soon. Uh, like I said, we may do a watch along um, for this within the next couple of weeks. So be on the lookout for that. Again, I'm I'm sorry that it's sort of rambling in this review. It's just it's very hard to do this when you walk straight out of a movie theater and drive straight home. Uh, you just don't have a lot of time to gather your thoughts and, and sort of put them all together. So, um when I when I do a watch along of this, it'll be a lot easier to go through everything, um, and and I may actually do a watch along as my second viewing of this movie. That way, there can still be some freshness there, but uh, you know, I think it'll be very interesting to do it that way versus like a movie I've seen a thousand times doing a watch along of that. Um, so we'll see. Um, again. Uh, I thought there was some stuff this movie did okay. Uh, and I thought that there was a lot this movie just... It, a lot of stuff just fell flat for me. So uh, That's just about the best way I can put it. Um, so, it, when I put out a watch along, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, uh, be on the lookout for that. And we'll get into some details on it. I think, you know, I, I put about as much detail, uh, detail as I could uh, in, a, in a half hour, you know, episode here uh fresh out of the theater um so you know hopefully when i do this again it can be a little bit more organized but um go see the movie go see it if you haven't seen it if you've uh, you know if you haven't seen it i just spoiled everything for you but uh if you have seen it go see it again i mean if you if you enjoyed it and uh again i hope you guys enjoy this movie hope you enjoy this episode listen be sure to uh follow us on uh facebook ticket stubs and cassette tapes uh twitter instagram um you know make sure to subscribe to us on you know wherever you listen to podcasts it would be greatly appreciated and um uh, yeah that's going to be a, about all for me right now so we'll catch you guys next time